I am going to try and keep us on track. You people are making this difficult. We're not allowed to segue? Well, Mom, we, we are allowed to segue, but we don't want to segue exclusively for two and a half hours. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> y- 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 you do your thing then and we'll follow. All right, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What do you remember about me telling you I wanted to adopt? Our journey was always going to be unconventional, but it became extraordinary when my child said to me, don't call me Nora, call me Nate. I remember getting a whole upfront stuff about, well, I don't know if you're going to agree with this and da 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 and and you and I started to say something and I remember you saying, "Let me finish." That seems to happen quite regularly. And so I shut up and you were going on about how why are you shaking your head? Because it does happen quite regularly yeah, that definitely. I can't get out a full sentence. Yeah, but anyway, I mean, go ahead. We're both very, like, we both um, interject a lot. I remember, uh, would you be supportive? I, I'm, I can't do this by myself. I'm going to need help. I said, yeah, I had absolutely no issues with it. Not even, you know, a question. I really didn't have a problem with that i remember going to a few meetings with you or i remember going to yeah the adoption agency the all-day session oh that's right we had to go to that all-day session all-day session where they talked about uh children from different countries and what to be on the lookout for um because you were leaning towards uh, that's where we really found out that Guatemala was where you wanted to go. Yes. Um, before that, you were leaning towards China. China. And mm-hmm. they said there was a real problem with kids coming from China because there's a lot of alcoholism. That was Russia. I know that was <clears throat> Russia, but it was also China. No, that wasn't the problem with China. China the problem with China is um, they weren't – Uh, All the kids were in mass orphanages, Mm -hmm. and they weren't letting the kids come out much before a year old. And both China and Russia had a residency requirement, which I couldn't meet. But Russia had fetal alcohol syndrome at a very high level, Mm -hmm. which is associated with— Pregnant women drinking. Yeah, that's what it is. But—or drugs, but Mm -hmm. mostly fetal alcohol syndrome is drinking— and it causes um, kids that don't ever learn how to connect. They're sociopaths. That's one of the extreme things that can happen. It doesn't happen in every case, obviously. Right. There's lots of kids that are totally fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and lots of parents are able to guide those kids through that. I had to work full time. Mm-hmm. So my challenge was, one, I couldn't go sit in a country for six, eight, ten, twelve weeks which was sometimes the requirements. So I couldn't do that. And two, <clears throat> I couldn't take on a kid that I knew was that needed that level of care um, because I had to work. And so I didn't, you know, when there's two parents and somebody can stay home, mm-hmm. 
you have more options. Yeah. And but I was still working at that time. Right. Yeah. J.C. Penney's. Yes. So, you know, Good and place. I was working 70 hours a week, mm-hmm. something yep. like that. Yep. Traveling all over the world. So, I mean, all that changed once I adopted. I mean, I I cut all that back. Yeah. But, but at the time, it was a big concern. But we hadn't even our, – our, your mom had not even considered – Central America at that point. Hmm. Um, you know, obviously there was uh, kids from Mexico that were already here that needed adopting, but, mm-hmm. you know, that we didn't do that or she didn't do that. Well, but, once they enter the foster system here, it's a little bit harder as a single. Yeah. It, it starts to become a different issue. But and there were so many good things about Guatemala. In mm-hmm. other words, you weren't in an orphanage. You went, Once somebody said they wanted to adopt a child and, and, and they'd send pictures and you'd pick it up, you know, pick the ch- child, that, you know. Well, you're matched. And once you accept the match. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. And then they, you were sent to a foster mother, foster family, mm-hmm. and didn't have to go to an orphanage. Yeah, their entire system was based on foster. Wow. And y- your foster mother, I think you were only the second child she had taken. And her her husband had passed recently, and her kids were older. Mm-hmm. And she just, I think she just was lonely. I think she was lonely. I think she wanted the company. Mm-hmm. And the state paid, so she made some money. Right. Um, but you were so well cared for. And I knew because when we went down to visit, do you remember this? We went down to visit, and we had to go to a hotel. And she brought you in and was so sweet. Big smile, gave me you, and just, you know, was so happy to meet me and us. And it was wonderful. And then she starts to walk away, and she sobs. She is sobbing. And we were like, oh, but you get, you know, you get three days where you can sleep. And she's like, but I'm going to miss her. She was sobbing. And then three days later, when it was time to give you back, she is jumping for joy. And you are sobbing. And I am sobbing. And I'm like, well. Perfect little baby. Perfect little baby. I had so much hair. (laughs) Even then. Can I ask you a question, though, before we go into something like that? So when we talk about something that happened in the past, when you had not come out as transgender, is it is it still dead naming you if we use your original name and your female pronouns? Mm-hmm. Okay, so how do we how do you want us to talk about it so that we don't hurt your feelings? Because we're not trying to, but the memories are locked in as right. I don't know. What would you prefer? Normally, you would say pre-transition. Um, okay. He, blah, 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 you know. So still keep the pronouns. Still keep the pronouns, but you you specify that it was pre-transition. Okay. But when you say that, pre-transition, why can't we use the pronoun her? Because pre-transition, that's what you went by. It's unacceptable, technically. It's... It's painful. It's wrong. You um, almost acknowledge that you're not um, moving on and accepting this new person. See, I have a problem with that. 
um, the fact that you aren't the statement that you're saying that you're not moving on. I mean, let's be really honest here. We had, what, 13 years, 12 years of you being who you were. And I certainly don't have a problem with the name. I got that. But I do struggle with pronouns. I know. And I don't mean to be uh, hurtful. I don't mean to be um, disrespectful. It's just when you start talking about the old days, you know, when you were young. Pre-transition. Pre-transition. And you've got visual. I I stumble over the uh, pronouns. And I know you get angry at me, but it's not intentional. I know. I I, I don't really get angry at you. Um, I understand how hard it is. Um, I mean, obviously, it, you spend so much time with someone, and they change, and then you have to change your way of perception for them. Well, like I said, I, I don't have problems with the name, uh, but I do struggle with the uh, pronouns. And it's not on purpose. It's just your brain is trained one way and you're trying to change it um and it's tough when you're just not thinking you're just in general conversation mm-hmm. uh, i mean i've literally got to stop and think uh when i use the pronouns yeah i know and and besides i'm old well, I don't know how much of an excuse that is. You used to call me by my brother's name. I <laughs> No, I didn't. Yes, you did. I got called my brother's name all the time. Well, when you're yelling outside, it's like you're <laughs> calling both of them or just yelling in general. Yeah, yeah, right. I'm sorry, babe. I didn't mean for this to hurt. I just wanted to <clears throat> Yeah clarify Mm -hmm. because I still when I talk about things like the adoption I still use your the name I gave you Mm -hmm. and female pronouns and I was thinking that that might not be what you wanted me to do so that's why I asked Mm -hmm. you okay Mm -hmm. okay it's our mom well um what about that singer whose name is Her? Buy, oh, Her. Buy, I like her stuff. Buy a t-shirt that says H-E-R. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she has really good stuff. It's R&B. I don't know her stuff. <laughs> I know her, but I don't know her stuff. You know her? I know her stuff. I know of her, but I don't, I have never listened to their stuff. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Okay. You're right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So <clears throat> going back. So then we decided on Guatemala. And then I got matched. Sweet little baby. I remember that. Two weeks after you were born. So sometime in early November. <gasps> Tiny baby. Tiny baby with well, pictures we, and everything. We, you oh were notified baby. the minute she was born. I mean, they matched you right away because we went that night to the... Um, 
adoption place, and you saw we saw pictures. Yeah, I was notified right away. It might not have been. It, it took a couple of days. It no, wasn't, wasn't. Yes, it did because it's Guatemala. So it did. It wasn't like it was overnight, but it was pretty quick. And then I got m- matched. I found out while I was at work, mm-hmm. and I ran screaming down the hallway to my boss, Gail. I was like, "Yay!" It's <laughs> like, "What the hell is going on?" As I'm screaming down the hallway, and then. I was, everything was good. And then I went to, they give you three days once you have been matched to accept the match. You have 72 hours. And the adoption agency recommended that you get the medical records reviewed by a specialist that knows how to look for things in kids that are coming from primarily underprivileged or third world backgrounds. And so I did. And but I was scheduled to be in New York for a meeting. Dang. With my boss and my boss's boss. And, and your the boss's flight, boss's boss. And the flight was delayed. Cause I had scheduled a conference room at this at the advertising agency to take the call. And the call came through while we were still in the car. And as I'm walking into the building, and the doctor's like, yeah, you know, everything looks good, looks great, awesome, awesome, everything's good, good. Oh, spoke too soon. And I'm literally walking into the lobby of this building. And I look at my boss, and I'm like this. And she's like, she's like, you know, okay. And I sat down on the floor against the wall in this busy, busy office building because I'm like, what are you telling me? And the doctor said, well, the head circumference is too small. I was like, okay, what does that mean? He said, well, it could mean that they measured wrong. That happens a lot. I was like, okay, not terribly helpful, but okay. What aren't you telling me? And he said, well, it, it could mean severe mental incapacitation. And that's when we got Uncle Dick involved. And I said, do we, how, do we, how do we figure this out? And, and he said, well, you know, you can have them remeasure. Or you go see the baby and figure out how the baby reacts to things. And that'll tell you what you need to know. So I call you, mom, and I called Sarah. And I'm talking to Sarah. And Sarah's like, all right, let's go. So as I'm talking to her, she's booking flights. (laughs) She's like, let's go. Let's go see this baby. Let's do it. And I talked to the adoption agency. And the adoption agency said, well, we can request that they remeasure, but it'll take probably two weeks mm. to get a new measurement. And I was like, okay, well, then we'll just go. And they said, yeah, you can't. You can't go to before, yeah. You can't go and see the baby before you accept the match. Baby's not yours. You have no legal recourse. You have no option. If you, ex- if you don't accept the match or if you just, you know, 
whatever. You cannot go and see this baby until you've accepted the match. And even then, it's got to be arranged. I was like, so you're telling me I have to decide this right now with only the information I have. And the adoption agency is, yes, and you have until tomorrow. It's like, okay. So I don't think I slept all night. No. I think I called you multiple times. And I talked to Sarah multiple times. <clears throat> and you talked to Uncle Dick. I talked to Uncle Dick. And I I went to the airport to come home. And I sat in the airport lounge. And all I could think about was, you were already mine. It's like, how do you, how do I say no to my baby? You were already mine. So I called the adoption agency and I was like, let's go. And they're like, you know what you're signing up for? And I said, yes, I do. And we'll figure it out. And she's like, okay. And I was like, and when's the soonest we can go see the baby? They're like, three months. So three months, we went down. Well, the baby was born in October, and then the holidays came in, and, and nobody was allowed to come down during the holidays. Yeah, we just couldn't make it work. There was no way we could get there before. They wouldn't January. let us they come let us, before, yeah, before like January. January. So, we so Mom, Sarah, and I went for five days. We took five different names, just one per day so we could try them out. And that's when we met your foster mother. That's when she cried and I cried. That's when we spent time in the bar because we didn't want to commingle with the other people that were adopting. I'm not a joiner. I know. So and you were. We took one look at you, which is good because then you won't join a cult. <laughs> we t- yes, we took one look at you. Spent like what a minute, and we're like. This baby's perfectly fine. Well, no, we decided that when she, you were in the elevator. We were all in the elevator to go down, and the elevator had all these bright lights that kind of came on and off in the ceiling, and you kept looking at them and smiling, and <laughs> and we said, there's nothing wrong with her. Nothing, nothing wrong. wrong with this baby. Nothing wrong. Nothing wrong. Tiny baby. Tiny baby with lots of hair. Big, full-on tuft. Looked like a little oh, troll. Oh, you did. Sweet little troll, though. That kind of spent your babyhood in a bar. <laughs> hey, the bartender know. knew our name and knew you. We spent, we spent most of our day by the pool, if we could. Yeah, we then, at that point, we weren't allowed to leave. Yeah, you can't leave the hotel. You can't leave the hotel. So you couldn't go for a walk. You mm-hmm. couldn't go anywhere. So we would, we would, you know, we could walk around the grounds, which we did, and we'd spend some time at the pool, like not in the pool, but by the pool, because it was mm-hmm. January. It wasn't that, it wasn't yeah. hot enough to be really in the pool. And then we, and then we would take, you would take a nap, and we did all that. And then at some point, we were like, we don't want to spend the rest of the night in the hotel room. Mm-hmm. Like that was just, a little much. Mm-hmm. So then we baby. went to the bar. We went to the bar. Made friends with the bartender. Baby, baby. Baby, baby. Baby made friends with bartender as well. Well, you kept looking at all the people walking around. You were very <laughs> curious. Like a little dog. <laughs> no, like a very curious little baby. Which is what we wanted. We wanted you to be 
curious. If you had not been, that, that would have been a red flag. Would have been a big red flag. But turns out they just measure wrong. Got baby circumference wrong. <sighs> but it was mm-hmm. it was it was a it was a nerve wracking. Well, that phone call that 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 twenty four hour period of time between when I got the phone call and me sitting in the lobby or in the at the airport calling the adoption agency was excruciating. Um, I don't know if I have the words for it. It was so I I was so emotionally distraught because you were mine. There was no question. That part, as, as soon as I heard the bad news, I was like, or potentially bad news, my instinct to go, how do I take care of this baby kicked in, not how do I get out of this? Like, you know, those were, it's kind of like, those were my two choices. Mm-hmm. And you can, I could have, I could have declined the match at that point, And I would have gone on the waiting list and, you know, I would have been matched again. But no, the first time she, the baby. I mean, the first time that they called us down to the adoption agency to see a picture of you as like an hour old. Oh, baby, 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 sweet baby. Um, and then this all came up after that. All these questions, and I was I was talking to your mom on the phone, and I said, well. You know, how do you feel about this? And she says, well, she's mine. I mean, she was mine the minute I looked at her. If you or someone you know is struggling, please reach out to Trans Crisis Lifeline at 877-565-8860. Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. Dial 988 or go to 988 lifeline.org you are not alone thanks for joining us please rate the show tell your friends and send us a comment at info at don'tcallmenora.com become a patron for exclusive benefits i am nate and i'm charlie join us for the next episode of don't call me nora this has been a k2t production georgiana moreland executive producer